Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Daily Objective. My name is Daniel and today I'm joined by James Valiant. Hey James, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing okay. How about you, Daniel? Uh I'm I'm okay, although uh researching this topic has been interesting to say the least. Uh so by the way, it's yeah. day hundred forty six of the war, and today we're gonna talk about Aaron Bushnell, the soldier who set himself on fire and died as a consequence uh we'll talk maybe a bit later about what we think about yeah the whole thing he did and sort of the response to him but one thing we want to talk about today is there was a reddit account found that belongs to him uh it has been deleted now and by reddit and pretty much everything has been deleted, but a lot of people saved a lot of quotes. And... I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it this morning, but <laughs> so I guess it has been deleted. But I hope you uh, collected some uh, quotes from it uh, because I understand it provides at least some insight into why this guy who set himself ablaze in the middle of the afternoon in Washington D.C. in protest for the U.S. policy in support of Israel. I mean, in one sense, he is—he makes the perfect poster child doesn't he? The whole thing is a suicidal anti-life movement. I mean, the Palestinians are perfectly willing to use their own babies as shields. They've used their own hospitals and schools. They uh, use politically and strategically the death of their own civilians for strategic... We've heard from Palestinian parents who say they're having children just to raise martyrs. These people are perfectly happy. The, the, the suicide bombers and Islamicism in general is a common phenomenon, but these people don't love their own lives. They want to destroy Israel. This is a pro-death, anti-life movement at its root. Now, of course, the leaders are special people. They live it up in four-star hotels in Qatar, uh, or we can see them running like rats in the tunnels under uh, uh, Gaza, because, of course, the leaders are special. Got to save them. But apart from the leaders, this movement is a suicide death cult. And so in one sense, this guy is the perfect poster child for the Palestinian culture in general and for the uh, 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 Hamas cause in particular, isn't he? So let's just, uh, as I mentioned, all his posts were deleted and let's spend a minute to talk about, James, what do you think about uh, so we, like, like I said, after he died, basically uh, sometime after it, people found uh, and started reading basically everything he, he was up to last uh, going back years. Uh, some people even pointed out that uh, when he joined the army, he joined it with like a good intentions. Like he was, he wanted to like make a change in the world, and his sort of, uh, I don't know what to even call it, maybe cynicism came uh, was deeply related to his service in the oh, air force, I should say, not the army. He uh, worked in air force cybersecurity and intelligence, right? Well, that is fascinating. Um, and we have an all-volunteer service in the United States now. So he voluntarily joined the uh, U.S. Armed Services. If you're going to do that, presumably you, you, so you're just probably quickly, I, I, I actually have a quote. I think specifically what he said is, I joined thinking I was doing my part to make the world a better place. 
a better place. Right. See, presumably you join the U.S. military because you believe in America's values and you believe in generally America's policy. If I believed that the United States' foreign policy was mostly an evil thing, I would never join the U.S. military, much less help in Air Force intelligence and cybersecurity. Um, I, I, I have to make a comment here personally. I have an uncle. My, my own uncle was uh, in Air Force intelligence during the Korean War. He came out a communist. In the 1960s, he ran for the, he was the Communist Party candidate for mayor of Los Angeles. He lost badly, of course, but he, he uh, similarly, he came out with a very negative view of American um, uh, foreign and military policy. Uh, uh, all I can say is uh, he's obviously a victim of philosophy. You know, you can say psychology all you want, and it is, I think, uh, important. I mean, at some point, there are psychiatric illnesses which will affect my moral judgment of someone, but it is an error to psychologize, to excuse or credit someone based on their psychology. This guy obviously has some kind of psychological issues, but what is the cause of those issues? This is obviously an ideologically rooted issue, an ideologically rooted issue. Um, if he's willing to kill himself and in the process say, my suffering is nothing compared to the suffering of Palestinian civilians, I believe there's a quote like that that the media quickly came out with. Um, it is a philosophically grounded thing. It's a question of his moral understanding. It's a question of the value he places on his own life or disvalue. I mean, honestly, if someone does this, it is not going to help persuade me. It's going to help me think how irrational he is or how deeply psychiatrically disturbed he is. It's not going to help sell the cause. In fact, quite the opposite. Obviously, only severe lunatics who hate life uh, or people who are so evil that they'll consciously take the Hamas side are willing to do well. If he's willing to kill himself for that, think about that, kill himself for the cause. It has the exact opposite effect on any rational person who sees the protest here. Um, it would make me suspicious of his judgment and his cause. But so, of course... <laughs> when I bring up some of his quotes, uh, we might get some sort of enlightenment uh, about mm -hmm. his actions. Uh, but yeah, first let me just make the point about that. So the fact that he was removed from the from Reddit. Well, what, James, what do you think about this? So there are arguments on both sides. On one, uh, you know, it's someone who died. You you don't want their presence on social media to be online. And I think some people were even making a case that uh, uh, Reddit doesn't want to like have any problems with like him st still having his account on. So he was basically suspended. All his comments were deleted. Of course, a, a lot of them were screenshotted. A lot, a lot of them were saved. So we still have them. Uh, does, Reddit, does Reddit have a policy of canceling accounts when people die? Or is this something that they did just in his case or in cases like his? So uh, there was a there was one other time when it happened. I, I don't have I haven't saved it specifically, but it was like a similar case. I think it might have been a school shooter or something similar to that. And yeah, uh, also after a week or so, his account was deleted. And yeah, I don't understand that. That's an important historical record. But of course, Reddit is a private platform. They have a right to, uh, to their own, as we've said many times about social media, when they remove stuff or filter stuff, it's not censorship. Only government can do that. It is their private uh, service and they can remove whatever they want. And so it's not a question of censorship. The government shouldn't step in here. But on the other hand, 
what is their motive? Are they trying to hide the man's ideological motives? Are they, do they not want it focused on? Um, because, of course, the pro-Palestinian cause is not helped by him, as I was just indicating. And so are they suppressing this guy's evil views, twisted views, uh, because the Palestinian defenders perforce have twisted evil or, or evil views? Yeah. Um, cool. So uh, I wonder about their motives in removing it. But that's separate from any uh, legal complaint about uh, Reddit, of course. It's their platform. They can remove what they like. On the other hand, what fascinating information this is for a historical record about a big news event. Um, so, uh, so yeah, funnily enough, <laughs> uh, it's actually many people of the from the left that were criticizing this movement because they do consider him a hero. And <laughs> I think they grant him, a, a, I think there is a certain amount of, maybe I'm trying to find the right word, uh, authority he has because he has been in the army and is viewed as someone who knew how it worked in the army and is someone who found out what's actually happening. Right, right. Isn't he this, this the left, let's have him out there, right? Uh, that is really sick. Can you imagine the calm ones who aren't killing themselves thinking about it saying, oh no, because he was in the Air Force and he, because he can be lit himself on fire in the middle of the afternoon in Washington, D.C., he's somehow a credible protester. Uh, wow. That shows you just how twisted and warped they are on the subject of morality. Uh, so let's actually cover uh, some of these quotes. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest one I've seen circling around, and it's the one we were originally supposed to cover, uh, but I haven't been able to confirm if it's actually right, and it seems to be like it wasn't, uh, uh, is the quote, Palestine will be free when all the Jews are dead. So that's a quote that's circling around, and I haven't found anything confirming he actually said that. But I don't think it's even bad in a sense, like there is actually bad stuff anyway. So this being true or not, I don't think uh, our view of him hinges on this one quote. Uh, right. I just but wanted let's to mention... That let's, if we can't confirm it, let's assume he didn't say it but yeah. it would be something like that would in theory be consistent with someone who did this but so let's see uh let's see something else uh if we are talking already about this let's cover his quote about israeli civilians so he said there are no israeli civilians uh or tourists who have no part in the oppression of palestine so even if that original quote wasn't true he does admit that all Israelis and, like you said, civilians, uh, in quotation marks, as well as tourists, uh, have part in the oppression of Palestine. And... Wow. So a tourist in Israel is a, is fair game for these monsters to kill. And on October 7th, the children, the babies that were killed, the children that were burnt alive, are not innocent civilians. The young women at that music festival who were raped to death are not civilians. So I guess you can burn children alive you can in a surprise attack on civilians, and he thinks that's perfectly morally justified. So here's a person who seems to accept the facts of October 7th, a surprise attack on civilians, at least that to that extent, but morally justifies it. Attacks on innocent women and children and babies is, are perfectly okay as far as he's concerned. There are no innocent Israeli civilians. 
Wow. Uh, and to build on that, he actually made a comment on the Nova Festival. Uh, someone talked. Uh, I think, I, I think the someone was talking to him again on Reddit, saying something like, "What do you think about the people at Nova Festival? They were just enjoying their time. They were, they were not hurting anyone. You know, they were just being there, and they were massacred." Uh, and he said. Imagine a similar event happening in the early days of colonization of North America. Can you or I really say that indigenous people are wrong for retaliating against colonizers who are rubbing their domination in their face? So, okay. He is a product of modern education. He is a product of the twisted lies told about history. He is a product of philosophical confusion. It's obvious here. I mean, truly obvious, because if he, it, it, look, he sees, it, this is the classic leftist view, in fact. The Israel the creation of the state of Israel was a kind of colonization, uh, you see, uh, using this you know, uh, twisted Marxist view. Uh, it's actually not, not a very uh, good, good theoretical Marxist view, but using this recycled Marxism, Israel is just a colonial state. It's part of Western imperialism. The founding and colonization of the United States was similar. The poor indigenous people had their land stolen from them. He buys all that lie. He buys the idea. I bet he buys that Israel's engaged in genocide. I bet he buys the idea that the settlers of North America engaged in genocide against the Native Americans. Both of those, of course, are exactly opposite from the truth. Um, uh, historically, he's completely bought. I mean, we've spoken about Native Americans before, but well over 90 percent of the indigenous population of the Americas was killed by disease, by diseases that were nobody's fault. And largely Europeans were uh, resettling what uh, two continents that had been depopulated. Now, did every did every time the Americans interacted with Native Americans was it, were they the good guys? No, but every time were the uh, natives the bad guys uh, or the good guys? No, they were often the aggressors. They had a pretty primitive culture as well. Um, is North America better off because of American civilization? Yeah. Way better off if you can't qualitatively see the difference. Similarly, in Israel, um, Israel is bringing civilization there. If look, they of course want migration. They want all Palestinians to be able to have the freedom to migrate back to Israel. Oh, they want anyone to be able to come into the United States. They want unlimited Islamic migration into Europe. So these people are all pro-immigration, except when it comes to civilized people like those who created America or Israel. So he's bought into all the left-wing historical and philosophical nonsense uh so we have a couple more quotes uh but i think that's that's uh well there's one more that i found uh when it comes to israel or specifically hamas uh i think someone either uh either someone specifically asked him what does he think about hamas does he condemn hamas or i think he was responding just to the general question of condemning hamas so he said, I am in no position to endorse or condemn Hamas's actions. Wow. So Hamas, from the outset that is called for the destruction of Israel and the killing of Jews, he cannot morally evaluate that. He cannot morally evaluate people whose explicit policy is genocide and who perpetrate things like October 7th from Israel which is the exact opposite. Israel, as we've said many times, had they wanted to wipe out the population of Gaza just with their conventional well, weapons. Uh, okay, let me just quickly jump in because uh, I think the context he was using it, 
is the way people often talk about it is we shouldn't comment about uh, Israel. We shouldn't comment about the Ukraine. That's not our business. It's, you know, other countries. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be able to comment. We shouldn't this. comment about Hitler or Stalin or Pol Pot or the monsters who wiped out significant percentages of their country's population. It's none of our business if Hitler wants to conquer Europe and kill all the Jews in Europe. It's none of our business if Stalin kills tens of millions of innocent people. Whole villages from Ukraine disappear by intentional starvation from Stalin. Uh, Mao's systematic murders of millions. Uh, Paul Potts' uh, a slaughter of a major chunk of the population of Cambodia. Uh, uh, no, uh, I'm afraid they're threats to us. They're threats to us as well. Uh, this this guy is a tribalist. He obviously thinks in terms of tribes and that you don't have a right to interfere with the tribal conflicts of other people. Okay. No, when a savage is a threat, he's a threat to everyone. And if it becomes a threat to everyone, it's everyone's business. Uh, <laughs> For example, so Hitler. <laughs> So before we go on to his more general quotes, uh, let me cover the super chat. So I, we have a super chat from Frank. Thank you so much. He says, my dad was in the United States Air Force. He never saw people like this. Right. Normally, I have two other uncles. Uh, they both served in the U.S. military as well. And they were constantly patriotic Americans going into the service and coming out of it. So I do think that this is an exception, a rare exception. But I find it very interesting. He's no dummy. He was working in cybersecurity and intelligence, and yet it was the, you know, in some ways, it's his connection with all that and look, reading both sides of, of the dispute in the context of modern, the modern co intellectuals, the way they discuss it historically and philosophically. You can see how it's corrupted from these quotes. You can see how he's bought into the leftist lies on history and philosophy uh, that govern the subject. And that has conditioned him. No, I, I, I agree with you, Frank. It's not merely service in the Air Force. Most of the, most of the guys in the Air Force that I know are super uh, rational, uh, intelligent, and go in and come out patriotic. <laughs> I was not meaning to diss the U.S. Air Force, uh, who are mighty heroes in my mind. Uh, we have a super chat from Jason. He says, how would you contrast this to Jan Palach? Uh, have you heard about this? I can't place uh, so the name right I, now. I just Googled it. Uh, he was, uh, so if you remember the Soviet invasion of the Prague Spring, uh, the Soviet invasion of Czechoslovakia in 68, uh, apparently Jan Palach was a student who set himself on fire as a protest to the Soviet uh, invasion. I would, I would say that both were probably, well, look, did it do any damn good? Um, see, I, I don't throw yourself your life away. Don't martyr yourself just to martyr yourself for a cause. Oh, maybe one more example we could bring. There is the famous photo of the Tiananmen Square uh, with that person, you know, standing in front of the tanks. Well, he, but there, you know, there you're not killing yourself. What you're doing is you're saying, uh, no, run me over if you're if, if you're going to make victims. If you're going to kill people. Let me be the first one in line for your killing. That's very different than setting yourself ablaze. Totally different than setting yourself ablaze. What you're doing is you're making an actual protest and making the other guy, if necessary, kill you. 
But you'll notice what the guy in Tiananmen Square did. He stopped the tank to, so that the picture could be taken. Now, that is a much more effective protest. The one guy, the lone guy, I'm willing to risk it to stop the tank because that is a, the aggression is coming with the tank. What he is doing is he's stopping aggression. He's not just simply destroying himself. It may not be effective in the long run way to stop the aggression. But even in a case where I'm highly sympathetic, super duper sympathetic, such as the guy, uh, look, when Russia, the Prague Spring, when Russia came in to Czechoslovakia, they were evil, absolutely evil. And I am sympathetic with the person who is protesting that. Yeah, maybe but I just beg him. Maybe just to give people context, basically what happened in Czechoslovakia, there was a, so uh, Czechoslovakia was already a communist country, but it was in a way of sort of liberalization under a new... Uh, More liberal socialist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, under new liberal socialist. But so no, Warsaw Pact got all together and shoved in tanks and crushed the any attempt for liberalization in Prague and Czechoslovakia. It was horrific. And it changed. It was in the late 1960s. It changed world opinion very much to be against the Soviets at that time, even on the left. So, and it didn't need this guy to self-immolate to make that point. Uh, the self-immolation, I would beg that guy, look, you're not helping the cause. Your cause is correct. I know it seems hopeless, but don't throw your life away. Don't throw your life away needlessly. Um as to the guy in Tiananmen Square, he's actually standing up to the physical aggression. Now, if he's willing to risk his life to stop the actual aggression, as opposed to simply killing himself to make a statement, I think there's a big difference. Don't throw your life away unnecessarily. I mean, please, it's, it's about your life. It is those people, it's altruism that tells you that death, it's the standard of death. You need to sacrifice even up to the point of death for the cause. Your life takes a backseat to these higher values. That is morally vicious, repugnant death worship. Uh, do not throw your life away needlessly. Please do not. Uh, I, if the United States government was doing something unjust to me, I would not simply make myself take the income tax. The income tax is tremendously unjust. My wife and I are filling out our paperwork for our income tax because it's due, you know, in a month and a half. But the point is that uh, do I would I make myself a martyr over the cause when I know I would have no impact or a negative impact on actually the cause against the income tax? No, I'm not going to make myself a martyr and put me in jail over all this. I'm going to try and get along even with an unjust law. But I will scream bloody murder, tell you the income tax is evil, and complain about it every year. That will be far more effective if I live in a country with free speech, which uh, this airman did, by the way. <clears throat> uh, so people are reminding me it was Dubček. Uh, I knew the name. I just wasn't sure what position he had. I, I wasn't sure if it was a president. Uh, still in Czechoslovakia, but now it he was first secretary, so that was like the highest position. Right. Uh, we also have a super chat from Bonnie, thank you so much, and a super chat from Jonathan, thank you. So we only have about five minutes let's, uh, left, so we have a couple more quotes. Uh, I'll just uh, say all of them, and uh, James, you pick one you want to comment on. So on culture, he mentioned, uh, or he said, whiteness erases culture. Uh, when it comes to police, he talked about it's the fact that the law enforcement exists to impo impose colonial law. 
uh, when it comes to Ukraine, for example, he said America is competing with Russia for control of the Ukrainian state. And he also made a comment about democracy. Democracy is a sham. Uh, by the way, he was an anarchist as far as I was uh, able to find a socialist anarchist. Uh, democracy is a sham, sh sham that was invented by the first great slave of history and not coincid coincidentally adopted by the last. Oh, my God. Slavery existed on every continent from countries that had never any experience with democracy or Republican government or rights at all. China, Egypt, the pharaonic Egypt, Mesopotamia. You go through it. Slavery was the norm. Even in North America before Columbus, there was slavery and human sacrifice. The Aztecs and Incas and even in my country, the United States, natives engaged in slavery. Slavery was the norm and was used by all kinds of non-democratic people. If he means the pioneers of democracy like Athens or the Republic of Rome, uh, those people uh, who did not invent slavery, uh, they did not pioneer slavery in this sense. Uh, and if he means the United States, Britain and the United States were the pioneers in the last two or three hundred years who got rid of slavery. It's the liberal philosophy of John Locke that said your basic choice is private property or slavery. So this guy is completely confused by the left. Whiteness eliminates culture. That tells me everything I need to know. He's a tribalist collectivist, and he believes that people are basically barnyard animals. You got your cows over here, your pigs over here, and you should leave your Ukrainian pigs and your uh, Russian horses and your uh, Palestinian chickens and your, uh, see, we're just barnyard animals. Our ethnicity defines our culture. Whiteness, you see. And by that, he means, of course, Western civilization, which is a set of ideas totally independent of race, totally independent of race. The great, many great exponents of Western civilization are Asians, Africans, Native Americans, mind you. Uh, Western civilization is not a race or ethnic concept at all. It is a set of ideas, just like America is a set of ideas, independent of race or ethnicity. And so when he says uh, that whiteness wipes, wipes out culture, what he's saying is we have to preserve savage, primitive cultures. So he's in no position to judge the Palestinians or the Islamicists, if they want to be mad suicide bombers, if they want to do October 7th, if they want to wipe out Israel for racist purposes, yeah, that's their ethnicity. That's their ethnic uh, destiny. No, he sounds like he was twisted collectivist tribalist who bought into the worst of the left uh, uh, lines on both politics and history and, and deeper philosophical issues. Um yeah, psychology, a twisted psychology can be the direct product of ideology. Psychology isn't just an excuse, ladies and gentlemen. You think, oh, this guy's a nut. Well, this nut seems to have been made a nut by the very ideas that he accepted. That stresses the importance of philosophy, ladies and gentlemen. But I can't imagine anything more. I mean, philosophy can cause you to set yourself ablaze to defend savagery which is what this guy did, or philosophy can cause you to do what we do here at the Iron Man Center UK, urge people not to commit suicide, not to throw their lives away, and to use reason, to consider the facts. Um, that is the choice, ladies and gentlemen, civilization or self-immolation. And like I say, in that sense, this guy's the poster child for the Palestinian cause. Uh, and I think with that, we can wrap up. Uh, so upcoming shows in uh, in two minutes, we have the reality show coming up. 
titled The Muslim Vote. We're going to talk about the United Kingdom, specifically politics and basically the influence of the Muslim population on UK politics. We're going to focus specifically on, uh, I can't remember the name of the town. There is a by-election going on, or I, I think special Rochdale? election is how you... Sorry? Rochdale, you were talking about yes, Rochdale yesterday. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. interesting interesting place and you know the both great britain and the united states are having important elections this year and the uh, muslim vote has become an important constituency i'm afraid in the english-speaking world in important elections so definitely tune in so that's starting in one minute you have the uh link in the chat and we'll see you then thank you james thank you everyone and bye-bye take care